Welcome to Atomic Geekdom. That old Just Two Pals podcast. Ringside Geeks. It's the only comedy podcast on the internet. It's the Coffee Jelly Hour. Two Broke Geeks. The Atomic Geekdom Network. It starts as an interest, then you're a fan, now you're a geek. Atomic Geekdom. Geek the day. Hi, this is Billy West. Or Skimsy J. Cat. Or Lynn Hart. Shut up, you fool! And I'm Dr. Zoidberg. And I'm saying hello with Professor Hubert Farnsworth and your Captain Zap Brannigan. You're listening to Two Broke Geeks. Joy! I'm Peter, by the way. Doctor Strange. Oh, you're using your made-up names. Then I am Spider-Man. Do you know who I am? I'm Fox Mulder. I was fighting the power and breaking conspiracies before you saw your first chemtrail, you punks. I'm Fox freaking Mulder, you punks. I'm Fox Mulder. Fox Mulder. My knees are moving. It sounds like you're just talking about poop. What? No, I rarely poop. It's been a month. And once again, we are back with the No Pants Squad. Yeah, No Pants Squad. (laughs) All right, so round two. We'll try this again. This, of course, is the Two Broke Geeks podcast. You knew that from the No Pants Squad introduction and from, you know, the fact that you downloaded us. (laughs) I'm Matt. I'm Justin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, perfect, perfect. Um, yeah, yeah. So, uh, not a super geeky week. I had kind of a weird week at work, so I didn't get a chance to do a lot of stuff. But uh, I got to tell you this story because this has happened since the last time we talked, and it happened at work. I got dive bombed two times by angry robins. What did you do to them? <gasps> nothing see the thing is robins like to build their nests in like weird places and so two times i walked somewhere at work and i walked like right under the robin's nest and next thing i knew it was like tweet 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 and there was like flapping over my head and i was like oh crap one of them one of them i almost knocked aside with my hand that's how close it got to me i was like oh god damn and they might look all cute and everything when they're hopping around, but when a robin's mad and flying right at your head, it's kind of scary. <laughs> Here's what you do. Next time that happens, you just kill the robin, then you take the eggs and get yourself a bat. There you go. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's a good idea. Yeah. I can do that. You just I can get a bat and a robin. And, yeah, yeah. And then you have orphan robins that need protecting, and then they become crime fighters. <laughs> I did see a bat house the other day too at work. So oh, I guess bat that houses all could go together awesome. pretty Yeah, totally. I guess it could all go together pretty Yeah, it's, but yeah, dive bombed two times by angry robins. It was Damn. um Yeah, it was kind of so there yeah, if you're out and about and you get dive bombed by an angry robin, just be aware. It's pretty scary. <laughs> yeah, I mean Yeah, I didn't do much either this week in terms of a lot of geekiness when 
Oh, I sent you the picture. Like, I went shoe shopping and almost bought those, like, Converse with Marvin the Martian on him. Oh, those are so cool. It's too bad Converse are, like, the worst shoes ever. <laughs> They're awful. They all, they make, because like I, like I told you when you texted me, I have that Batman pair, and I can't even wear them. Like, I go walking in them, and it's like, oh my god. God, it's like I don't have shoes on at all. Yeah, because they had like Marvin the Martian, Wiley Coyote ones, and then uh, like ones that was just like a medley of all the Looney Tunes characters. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I really want these because they're fifty bucks, and but there's no way I'm gonna wear them. Right. I yeah, I bought that Batman pair kind of on a whim one day, and I think I've worn them maybe two times. <laughs> There was, like, some place that, like, had some, like, really fancy-ass, like, flash shoes for, like, 150 bucks, and I was like, no. I think I've seen, are those, like, those are high top, too, right? Only they look a little bit more like Air Jordans. Something like that, yeah. Is that the, yeah, I I think I've seen those, too, um, because they're they're less like the Converse and more like a basketball shoe. Those might be more comfortable, but not for $150. I still find the fact that buying just regular shoes is like super expensive. Mm-hmm. I don't get it. Yeah. I know. Especially since they're made really cheaply by like sweatshop Chinese children. Yeah. But it's like it's like I went to one place. I the ones I bought. I bought some like ones that are like that are uh, what were they called? Like casual Adidas mm-hmm. for like fifty bucks. But then it's like all the running and basketball shoes that are all also Adidas. Now that they're going in the route of like the more cloth oriented mm-hmm. stuff, are like up to like two hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah. Like I bought no, thank you. The ones I bought were on clearance for fifty bucks and I was like, Oh, do you have these in a size ten and a half? And the guy's like and the guy's like, Well, we might be out, but I'll go take a look and so he comes back with the wrong pair. Which, and he's like, Oh, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. I grabbed the wrong pair. These ones are a little bit more sturdier though if you want to try those on. And I was like, Okay. So I tried them on and I was like, Oh, these are pretty comfy and I looked at the price tag and it's like a hundred and seventy dollars and just like I know. I'm like, oh hell no! Give me the fifty dollar ones. <laughs> it's the it's worse because there's like there's nothing to shoes. They're made of almost nothing. Yeah, <laughs> and they're made by sweatshop children, and it's which suck. Maybe they aren't anymore. Maybe that's finally gone away. Maybe I'm just being. I don't think it has, but maybe I'm just wrong. I don't know for sure. Uh, but it's like, oh my god, you're right. It's like I've been putting on. I need shoes real bad, and I've been kind of putting it off for that exact reason i'm kind of hot i'm kind of like oh no i i i uh, if i go out and i find a pair that's gonna be like a hundred dollars and uh yeah it's just just uh, it's crazy yeah now we're those shoe people we're super geeky super cheap shoe people yep (laughs) oh man yeah so um yeah there was something else that i wanted to Oh, yeah. (laughs) I got to introduce you to the joy of Mr. Methane. Jesus Christ. I watched watched one episode and I was just like, what is this? Well, here's the thing. I was listening to... uh, 
one of the podcasts I listened to. I can't even remember what it was. And they were talking about like how there used to be this French theater where there was like a guy whose performance was just getting on stage and farting. And I was like, there is no way that was a real thing. They're making that up, right? Like they have to be making that up. And I searched online and sure enough, his name was like Pato My something or other. Uh, I can't remember his name. And I was like, oh my God, that's a real, he's got to be the only one. And then like the next link down was that Mr. Methane guy. (laughs) I'm just like, oh God, you can actually be a professional farter. That's freaking weird. So yeah, the one I watched And then I sent it to you. Yeah, uh, I was very much scarred because I was... Like I watched it and I was like, I don't, I don't get it because it was the one I watched was the uh, Let It Go one, mm-hmm. and I was just like, what? Like I was just dumbfounded. Like I have no idea what's going on. Like what? Oh, you should have watched the Star Wars one. It was him just going. <laughs> this is what it's entertainment so is, folks. This is what entertainment is coming to. This is where we're going. Yeah. This is where we, this is what's happening. Soon we'll be at well, two it, fart all geeks. It reminded, all it reminded me of was um Oh god, it was uh Tween Wave from South Park. Oh yeah. Reminded me of uh Steamy Ray Vaughn and Steamy Nicks. Yes. Oh, I got a favorite it's every those- control. <laughs> Leave them britches alone. Them what have them britches ever done to you? What have them britches ever done to you? Don't Isn't worry, that britches. That we gonna that... get you out of here. Who's that? That's Steamy Nicks. Isn't she that one that sang that song "Landslide"? No, no, that was Stevie Nicks. Steamy Nicks just shits her britches. <laughs> Oh, so yeah. All right. Now, speaking of Star, since I made it to Star Wars, uh, Solo is still a thing and I still haven't seen it. We'll talk about that in a minute. No, I'll get it out of the way. I'm probably not going to see it because of what you, a lot of people are being like, oh, uh, this is actually turning out to be like a uh, pretty decent film like I was kind of surprised by how much I liked it yada 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 but I ended up I'm like I think I'm still probably going to skip this one at least for now because it's just a time thing really I got to figure out what I'm going to devote my time to and yeah so and then you said what you said about it and what you're about to say about it and then our buddy oh, Johnny God. who I typically disagree with Johnny about everything, but even though I love him, which is another... Th- oh, real quick. I, I'm going to go off on a real quick tangent since I brought up Johnny. Um, Johnny and I disagree on a ton of stuff. Ton and ton and ton and ton of stuff. But we're still really good friends, and we still really respect each other and have good conversations. And sometimes we say like shit to each other and give each other a really hard time but we do it because we like and respect each other not like these people on the internet that are like oh my god you like that thing you're a fucking moron i'm gonna come to your house and beat you up and all fans just stop that you make everybody look bad don't give anybody a hard time unless it's your friend and they know that you still like them even though you're giving them a hard time 
Like, I saw your tweet anyway. about how pie is better than cake. I very much disagree. I'm like, a cake is so much better you than pie. son of a bitch. <laughs> you are wrong. The the, the, no, you're wrong. I'm going to come to your house and burn it down because you like pie. Uh, <laughs> now anyway, we're going to fight. Yeah. We are going to have... <laughs> Two Bro Geeks is anyway, done. Um, <laughs> Two Bro Geeks is over now, everybody. Yeah. Goodbye. Uh, No, and so Johnny, (laughs) even going into Solo, even Johnny was like, I feel like I'm probably, I'm going to go see it, but I don't have high expectations for it. And then he came out and was like, yep, this is pretty much exactly what I thought it would be. And that was pretty much the clincher for me where I'm just like, oh, if I agree with Johnny on something, then (laughs) I'm probably just going to skip it. Well, you saw it, so tell me about it. I did see it, and much like... Like we thought, like I went in there with low expectations. Uh, I mean, mm. it's a fine movie. Don't get me wrong; like it's making money. It's not making as much as I thought it was going to be. No, but that's it's because not. I, yeah. But I mean, it's gonna make money. Doesn't matter. Star Wars fanatics, Dave, um, are gonna go see it uh, as many times as they want. I saw it once. And I'm like, whatever. There's nothing. There's this movie does nothing at all. Like, if anything, this just hinders I haven't heard the idea say, of Han Solo. I haven't heard anybody say they I haven't heard anybody say they hate it. I have heard people either say they really liked it or people like you going, it's fine. It's you know it's what I mean? fine, but like it, it doesn't do anything for the character. If anything, and it just now makes I can't it hear worse. You. It it yeah. literally makes. Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on. Wait, you... wait for it. Hear me now. Hear me now. Yep, I can hear you again. Hello. Yay. Solo, you saw it. I did not. <laughs> uh, solo, yes, yeah, and it does nothing. If anything, it just makes solo more boring in my opinion ooh that's too bad well okay i'm going to i'm going to be going into to some spoiler-ish stuff because there are some stuff in here that's okay tell me whatever so the whole premise of the movie is you're just following solo as he's trying to get off this planet uh to become the greatest pilot whatever uh and gets uh, in with the wrong people or mm. like he become he like so it starts off on a planet where he uh, where he him and Amelia Clark his girlfriend Kira whatever are trying to get off this planet that is uh, run by an overlord that like brings in children to do stealing and trade for uh, for shelter food all that kind of stuff yeah yeah uh, so they, uh, they ch- so they escape that. Well, uh, so the like the whole first 10, 15 minutes is them escaping that planet, um, and they focus a lot, a good portion of this movie. Not not a good portion, but remember those dice in Last Jedi. That yeah. like yeah that that no one that made no sense. Mm-hmm. Th- these things pop up at least five or six times to really 
because like to really hone in that what the point of them is because he like gives them to kira like when they get separated when he makes it out but she doesn't it's like mm-hmm. i'll come back for you kind of deal and th- this is where the first bullshit is right away so they're at this place it's basically like an airport um he makes it through and she does it. And then there's like a thing where you can go and sign up to be a true, uh, like a, a member of the Imperial Army. Like yeah. be like, like be all you can be kind of stuff. So Han goes to enlist to try and be a p- fighter pilot and an Imperial uh, uh, officer, a recruitment officer is like, all right, well, you want to join the, the, the army. Uh, what's your name? And he's like, my name is Han. And he's like, oh, what's your what's like your race or like what are your people and he's like no one and the imperial guard goes okay i guess your name is han solo oh no yeah no yes. oh god that's really bad yeah it's awful I'm, and i was like that's really like they give him that he didn't just oh god yeah that's <laughs> he the didn't name. just come with that name no he did not yeah, an imperial recruitment officer is like, guess your name is Han Solo. Somebody put that in a script yep. and yep. somebody else approved that? Yep. That's really, really, really bad. The writing in this movie sucks. That's, oh my, wow. So, yeah. So oh, already really... I'm like already I'm like off to the races and it's bad. Oh, oh. my god. <laughs> no, no. It gets worse. <laughs> oh, wow. Can it get, Oh, I can't believe it can get worse. That's yeah. really terrible writing. So, so then it it goes it moves forward like 3 months, 3 years, I don't know. What's it's... your name? Oh, Baka, huh? Oh, Chew. Chew. Okay, you're chewing, so you're Chewbacca. Ooh, what? So, I didn't understand. You're Chewbacca. Okay, I got it. So then, yeah, so then fast forces like a certain amount of time where he's not a pilot, but he's like a mud trooper on a planet doing like mud trooper things. Wait, like an Imperial Stormtrooper? Well, a mud trooper. Same thing, but same idea? Yeah, same idea. Oh, my God. God. But Han's like, I don't understand why we're doing this. And they're like, well, we're just going to take over this planet. And they're like, but aren't we the invading planet? And like the invading forces? And they're like, shut up. Uh, so, and that's when he meets Woody Harrelson. Mm-hmm. Uh, Woody Harrelson's character. And he finds out that Woody, uh, that uh, his name's Beckett. That Beckett and his crew, which is uh, 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 Val, which is uh, Maeve from Westworld. Mm-hmm. Uh, Val, and then this monkey, this four-armed monkey, voiced by named Rio, voiced by John Favreau, uh, are like trying to steal shit and get off the planet. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's like, "Well, I want to go with you. I I don't want to be a part of this. I want to be like a pilot." And I was like, uh, "Like I I like I steal things for a living and." Beckett's like, oh, okay, and then turns him in as a dessert because he thinks he's going to get in the way. Mm-hmm. Where the mud troopers are then like, all right, feed him to the beast. And they're like, wait, there's a beast on this place? And they throw him into a pit very similar 
to uh, looking to the uh, pit. The from Sarlacc? The, no, the uh, Rancor pit. Oh, okay. And the, and is there a like, Rancor in this movie? There's no Rancor. The beast, Damn it. The beast is Chewbacca. Like, oh they God. throw him into a pit where Chewbacca comes out and they start having a fight. And somehow Solo just knows how to speak Wookiee. And I'm not kidding. Like, he's like, yeah, I know how to speak Wookiee. <laughs> like, oh, my God. Where, and, and this is my big, this is my other problem for this movie. I had a hard time watching it mainly because I don't, I like, I had a, a brief talk with people like after this movie and stuff and i was like can you guys actually watch that movie and they're like what do you mean i'm like i literally couldn't watch the movie part of the one because it was so damn dark like the color schemes they chose and like the mm-hmm. way it was lit i, I had to say is that squint. is that the fault of the projectionist maybe i don't Did know they... it's a mix it's a mixed bag i have some people that say yeah i had a hard time watching it, it might have been the projections but it's also like the color choice for this movie was just mm-hmm. so gray for a good portion hmm. of it, I'm just like they need to up the like lightning tones or something because light, lightning tones because I could not see a damn thing for the first half of this movie. Like the fight between Chewbacca and Solo, I, it pretty much you could have just made it put a blank a blank uh, a dark screen on there and it would have been the same thing. I hmm. didn't understand. Anyway, so they get it off. So they made a plan with Chewbacca. And they get off with the island with Beckett because Beckett somehow is like, oh, no, I guess we could use these guys. And then it becomes a heist movie where they're like, we're, we're, uh, they go and rob an Imperial fleet of, I don't even remember what the thing is, fuel, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that scene in the trailer where it's like the two, the weird like trains. The, like the weird trains that are like going sideways, yeah, yeah, or whatever. So it's that gig. Uh, everything hmm. goes wrong because another space pirate named Empress Ness shows up to try and take the stuff, and a firefight ensues, and all of Beckett's crew dies. And this is like thirty minutes in. So like Val, his wife Val, uh, the Mave from Westworld, yeah, yeah. she's dead. Uh, Rio hmm. Durant is dead, so it's just Beckett. Uh, they they they're doing this. They're robbing fuel for for a crime lord, uh, played by Paul Bent Bentney. Uh, and when everything goes to crap because of Enfer's nest, he like spends maybe five minutes mourning, not even mourning his wife and comrade, before they're like, "All right, we gotta go." Like, they made this, like, a big deal. Like, it's, like, like like it's, like, this was, like, going to be the big score to get them out. And he was going to go, like, they had this whole backstory for Woody Harrelson. Where it's, like, we're going to go back to this planet, me and my wife. And I'm going to learn to play the harpsichord. Whatever. I don't even know. I think harpsichord's from Weird. the harp. Yeah. And, like, it's so, like, there's no, yeah, yeah. like, he did not give a shit about his, the dead people. Like, including his wife. Mm-hmm. And it was hmm. bull crap. So then they go to Paul Bettany, who is a crime lord, and he's because that's who they're in debt to. And it's like, well, you're going to have to find a way to make this up to me. And they run into uh, Amelia Clark, because she escaped the planet, mm-hmm. and now she works for uh, 
for Paul Bettany's character, Dryden, that's his name. Uh, where then they're like trying, where and Hansel comes up with the idea of robbing uh, unrefined fuel off of this planet. Uh, but they need a fast ship and they have to do the Kessel Run. <gasps> okay, sure. I'm bouncing. Like, it's just bullshit. This movie's bullshit. Uh, wow. Because then, because then they have the, because then they send Amelia Clark to, to help out with Woody Harrelson, Han Solo, and Chewbacca. They go and find Lando and they, do the to get his ship him and his robot l3 and i'm going to come back to l3 in a minute uh so they do the whole game the car game uh where lando wins to keep his ship and i'm like oh great all right whatever because mm-hmm. they i'm like because everyone assumed he was gonna win it and i'm like no nah, it's a red herring apparently but don't worry because they play another game where they another card game where Han wins it. Oh, jeez. Okay. I know. It's, it's stupid. Then there's a whole... So they all go and get refined shit. There's like a whole 40 minutes of them trying to get this... Going to this uh, planet to get refined... Unrefined fuel. And the amount of times they kept saying Kessel Run in this. I was like, you guys are fucking kidding me. Uh... Shenanigans ensue. They get the fuel. Uh, they leave, uh, not without L three dying. Uh, I, I again, I, okay. So L three is the robot companion of Donald Glover's Lando. Mm-hmm. I fucking hate her so much. Everyone loves her because it's like she's like doing this whole like, it's like. Instead of the women's movement, it's the robot movement because of robot droid enslavement and everything. Right. And which is fine, but I hate now that they're that since Rogue One, they have to have a sassy droid character. Mm-hmm. And it just annoys the shit out of me. Cause like it's like throwing in comedy that doesn't need to be there. Yeah. And 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 then it's like, and then there's a throwaway joke from that is explained in Empire. And I'm gonna okay, well, I'm gonna get off track because I'm gonna come back to this in a moment about L, because L three dies and but has her computer put into the Millennium Falcon. And if you're mm. wondering why the Millennium Falcon looks different in this than it does in the other movies, where oh, it has I that divot. A, I, I saw on a toy why the reason. I wonder if the toy is the same reason. You tell what's me. The, what's the the toy? It's an escape pod that was yep, shot off. That's what's on the toy. It's an yeah. escape pod. I saw it in Walmart yesterday. Yeah. So that's why it has that div is because you used the escape pod and I guess they just never replaced it. Anyway, so they get off the planet. They get the unrefined fuel. They go to this planet to get refined. Uh, and the mm-hmm. Empress Ness shows up. Again, with her pirates, and you find out that she's she's at it's a she. They have this whole big reveal in it, where like she takes yeah. takes the helmet off, and it's a girl, and it's like they film it like it's this big moment, like we're supposed to know who this is. 
Mm-hmm. And but you like, don't. No, no idea. I'm like, who is this? Why is this such a big moment? Is it just because it's a woman? Because I don't care if it's a woman or not. It's not a big deal. Like, it's a young girl right. leading like a resistance where they want the fuel to help pay for the resistance or whatever. It was bullshit. Um, turns out that Woody Harrelson uh, betrays Solo, uh, which saw coming a mile away. I was gonna say, go figure. Yeah, go figure. No, they they telegraphed this so hard. It's so early because they spent the whole time with Amelia Clark's character. Like she's there, and Hansel's trying to get info out of her about why she, like, what she been doing in her life, and she's being all. Uh, she's well, being here's all. Part of, here's part of my thing with the with with this movie. They had to come up with ways to get rid of all these characters because they didn't figure into anything that came after this movie. So they had to. So you know, it's kind of like how in Rogue One you knew that nobody was gonna make it. You kind of had this idea that maybe no one would make it through Rogue One kind of deal. So you figure that probably no one was gonna make it through. I don't know. Well, so like they spend this movie because like Amelia Clark works for Paul Bettany's character. I'm just gonna call by their real names because whatever. Um, mm-hmm. And she has like this tattoo on her arm that they always keep going to. Like they they go to this f- tattoo so much that she's like hiding from Han. Han sees it, and you find out it's c- the seal of the Crimson Dawn, which is the group Paul Bettany run is part of. And it's like, and so yeah, you, yeah. so they they telegraph it to be like, oh, she's the informant that knows everything to let him know. And it's like, no, it's Woody Harrelson when they go see him. And I'm like, well, I saw that one coming a mile away. Like, it's stupid, like how bad it was. Fight ensues. Woody Harrelson dies. Paul Bettany dies. Amelia Clark turn uh calls Darth Maul. P.S. Darth Maul's in this movie. That's kind of well, uh, which see, is fine. That's not terrible. Like, no, it's not a, bad. It's not bad. It's they, weird like, to me that they. It's weird to me that they brought Darth Maul back at all because I know he was already back in the cartoons where they gave him the robot legs. Yeah. So yeah, Anything? and I'm gonna come. I'm gonna come back to that because like yeah, because that's who Paul Bettany worked for, and when he died. Amelia like double crossed Solo and was like told Darth Maul that that like they they got away with the fuel and so she's like and Darth Maul's like well come back to me we're gonna be starting to work a lot closer together so she leaves mm-hmm. and Woody Harrelson and that's when like Woody Harrelson and like and Han do like a not even a shootout like they have a long talk when Han just shoots him before Woody gets a chance the Han shot first thing right. And then that's and then it ends with uh, it ends with Chewie and Han uh, in the Millennium Falcon being like, no, I know this guy uh, who's running this rig on a rig uh, on Tatooine, so we're gonna go there. And then it shows Job the dice, the yeah, and it shows the dice, and then they're off on another adventure. This movie's oh. bullshit. <laughs> boy, oh boy! But here's the, here's yeah. the big problem with it. Uh, it doesn't do anything. The writing sucks. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't care about any characters. Like Amelia Clark's character, couldn't care less. Boring as fuck. Mm-hmm. Um, L three 
was just like your sassy droid character. But this movie does a thing that I don't. It could be wrong, and I may have never mm. seen it. But it alienates uh, casual fans of Star Wars, like people yes. who just watch the movies. Because yep. not only do they, because it spends so much time like doing callbacks and calls to other films and stuff that like right. if you're just a casual person who like watches the movies not on the regular or isn't diehard fan you wouldn't understand what's happening and i had to read an article for some of these things like ooh cuz they mentioned bosk and mm-hmm. another bounty hunter um they, they and like i said like they said the Kess- they like the second half of the movie they say the kessel run at least 7 times like eh, eh this is a thing um when l3 dies and has her uh memory banks put into the millennium falcon that's a callback to empire strikes back when this is why i had to look this is why like i read this and i'm almost like is that a thing where i guess c3po and r2 are talking to the millennium falcon and it's like it has a very interesting dialect sure yeah i'm like i would i know I'm like I would have never figured that. Like I know I that's a thing cared. that's happening, but I didn't realize it was a thing that they had to make a thi- like I know they made that it into a thing. And then sure. the whole Darth Maul thing was fine. I was kind of surprised with it because like, oh shit, it's Darth Maul. But if like if you're someone who just watches the movies and mm-hmm. don't watch the cartoons, you you just alienate your a lot of people because they're like he's cut in half, man. Like he's dead. Yeah, he and... definitely got cut in half and tumbled down that big shaft at the end yeah. of episode one. Yeah, and this takes place at some point after that, so he has his robot legs. So overall, this movie, like I saw it once, would I see it again? No, there's no reason to watch this movie again. Yeah, I don't see how people are like it's like the best thing of the year for Star Wars fans. I'm like it's. I mean, some people maybe it is. Like, Donald Glover was fine as Lando, but he it wasn't like he right. was being his own character. He was just doing a Billy D. Williams impersonation, and they mm. made his and he made his character actually kind of more stupid because there was like a moment where he's doing like a di- he's doing like a hologram diary session. He's like, dear mm-hmm. diary. I'm like, fuck off, fuck oh, off. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, it it's, seems like I. It's probably not that will. great of a movie. It really is. I don't see why people are giving it like such big praise. I don't see why everyone is in love with L3. Mm-hmm. Like, it's yeah. Hmm. It's a lot. It's a movie that's basically saying. We have a franchise. This is what the franchise that we we have a care we have stuff from this franchise. We're gonna shove it into this film that has really no substance. Right. That's, That's how I bad. feel. Yeah. If you guys That's like, I mean, I, yeah. If you like Han Solo, then fine. This is the movie for you. But if you're looking for like a like, and it's like a Western Star Wars film. I mean, again. Fine movie, I guess, but I mm-hmm. didn't give two shits. 
Yeah, that seems kind of pretty much what I expected out of it, yeah. I guess. So, yeah. You didn't really. That sounds about like, uh, yeah. Oh, well. You saw another movie, though. I did, which was ten times better than that. All right. It, this was one I hadn't even heard of till you told me about it. So it's called it's called Upgrade, and it didn't get a lot of traction at first. Uh, it was from what I hear, it was supposed mm. to be a straight to DVD thing. Um, it's from yep. Blumhouse, which have a very up and down record of mm-hmm. of mostly low budget horror films. So this is their first of course time with uh, sci fi. But they did a really good job with it, I thought. I mean, story, it's your it's your standard story of like RoboCop Terminator hybrid of man gets gunned down, man and wife get gunned down, guy mm-hmm. wants revenge, uh, and so a guy, a, a scientist puts a chip in him to reattach his spinal cord because he is a, becomes a paraplegic. Right, and yet this thing called stem they puts into his spinal cord that takes over his limbs, uh, that also can do ridiculous like that like heighten his like fighting his his combat. He can turn off his uh, his sensory nodes so he doesn't have to feel pain, like that cool. kind of stuff. Uh, go and goes on a path of of blood of blood like going to find these people that killed his wife and it's fun it's a fun movie mm-hmm. um that's like, cool for a low budget for a low budget sci-fi film they made it feel like a bigger budget like kind of film like nice. it because it, it takes place in like a weird future where it's like sort of uh like futuristic with with uh some technology but like the main guy that you follow is very much against is like his takes takes me out of the job of working on cars and stuff like that Mm -hmm. um i mean a bunch of the bad guys all have shotguns in their arms like literal (laughs) shotguns in their arms that they load in like their bicep that's fun it's it's a fun ride I strongly recommend people going to see it just because of how ridiculously fun it is. Mm. And it's it's not like oh, and it, like what I really enjoyed about it was it's gory, but not like over the top gore. Like mm. there's like four or five instances. It's not like dread gore, but it's close okay. to dread gore. <laughs> yeah, of course. Like there's one moment where like the like he's fighting one of the guys. And he like breaks his shotgun arm to turn towards him and shoot his own head off. Mm. It's fantastic. Well, that's fun. Yeah. Nice. nice. And it's only an hour and a half long versus Solo, which was two hours and 15 minutes that felt like a slugfest. Like slothfest. Just so boring. Yeah. Oh, you know what wasn't boring? This week's friggin' Westworld. Oh my god. Oh. So I good. loved Westworld this week. It's so good. Yeah. I still don't know where the story is going, but I loved everything with the conclusion of Samurai World. And I really loved everything um, <clears throat> about... 
uh, how Maeve finally finds her daughter and you know they've been trying to tell her all along you don't she's not she's your not daughter remember anymore you. like she's been reprogrammed and everything and she finally shows up and there it is she's reprogrammed she doesn't remember kind of deal um yeah so uh and uh everything still i'm still trying to figure out what's up with bernard everything going on there that's fun just i damn it it's so good Oh my god, yeah. The It's going very well. Westworld actually, actually w- one of my favorite things I get on on a uh, on What's that? We- on uh, one of my favorite things I get on Wednesdays these days now is uh, not Wednesdays on Sundays. Uh-oh, uh, you just What's that? Hair? You cut out on me again. Can you hear me now? No. Hello. Where'd you go? Hello? Oh, not again. No. No, now you're there. You are. You're there. I'm here. Yep, you're there. Yay! We're all good again. Don't worry. Yeah. But but like uh, so, uh, my favorite thing is on yeah, Sundays. Yeah. Uh, on Sundays I get updates from Westworld's Twitter. Hmm. Uh, so I get. Oh my god! It's nice. It's, so it's just it's just Westworld sending me tweets. Of being like, you ready for tonight's Westworld? I'm like, yes! <laughs> yep. Yep. So, uh, there's that was episode six. So, there's something. There's like only, what, 13 episodes this season? I think so. Or 10? 13. So, there's still... Uh, there's still like seven episodes left, which is and pretty now, exciting. And now that James Marsden has been like reprogrammed, mm-hmm. uh, I'm so I'm so excited to see where that's gonna go. Yeah, it's super interesting because I think um, I think she realizes she might have had him reprogrammed too far in the other direction. Yeah, like I think um, what's her name um. All I can think of is Wyatt. I can't think of her actual name. Um, Dolores? Dolores, yes. She goes by, yeah. I think Dolores kind of gave him some looks at some of the things he did. Like when he just sh- straight up sure, shot sure. that guy. Oh, my God. Try- yeah, the- she was trying to like use that guy to figure out where her father went. And he kept saying, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. And finally James Marsden just shoots that dude. And she just gives him this look. And I'm like, Oh, she didn't expect him to come out this way. Yeah. Oh, my God. So good. So good. Yeah. The other thing I did manage to do this week is I watched a couple episodes of the new season of the toys that made us. Yeah. I'm two episodes in. Uh, yeah, me too. I don't. Uh, I, I I ended up. I only watched the Star Trek one and the Transformers one because I I'm not a Lego person. Like, and I know that, like, technic, and I'm not a Hello Kitty person. So, and I know that technically I could watch them and probably still enjoy them, but just I, I think I got more out of. And I I'm not even really a Transformers person, but I I liked them well enough as a kid that I got like a lot out of the Transformers episode. Yeah. But I I really liked the Star Trek. Like I knew there weren't like 
a lot of really great Star Trek toys until um, Art Asylum slash Diamond Select took over uh, in the like late 90s or early 2000s or whatever it was. But I had no idea just how bad the early Star Trek toys were with like the label slapping and everything. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, my God. My favorite thing so far, especially from that episode, was... When they were, t- I like. There's this one location they use, and I know exactly where it is. Um, that like mm-hmm. when they talk to people, because I'm like, oh my god, it's it's um, it's like it's down the road from where I live, like blast from the past. Like they they go there a lot to do, I guess, for like interviews. Oh so really? I was like, oh man, I, 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 yeah. Because I was like, that is like place a store looks really or familiar. <laughs> yeah, it's a store. It's a it's was a it store. The place it's a Uh, was it the place with uh, the two think, old like, folks sitting in there? Yes. <laughs> yeah, with like a glass. It's like one, glass yeah, cases I, behind, and uh, yeah. And I saw the I saw like a, a Godzilla figure hanging over the woman's shell. Okay, okay. Yeah, that place. That did look yeah. like a pretty cool store. It's a really cool store. Um, but yeah, I'll probably nice. end up watching the other two episodes at some point. But I still need to watch the uh, mm-hmm. Funko documentary. Oh, so do I. Oh, yeah, man. Cause I that's do want to watch that. Yeah, because that's on Netflix now. And it's on my queue. So maybe I'll watch that before yep. work today. I don't know. It's, apparently it's really I, good. I saw a movie on Netflix. I haven't watched it yet. But I'm interested in it. Um... And the only reason I'm interested, I don't, I couldn't even really tell you what it's about. I didn't look up like a real synopsis. I just kind of watched the trailer and I think it might be a zombie movie, but it stars, it's called Cargo. Yes. The star is yes. Martin Freeman. Yeah. I, I've Did, heard amazing things about this. And I watched the trailer and cause I was like, what is this? Ooh, Martin. And I like Martin Freeman. I think he's great. So, and I was like, oh, it's Martin Freeman and there's a kid and there's a, a a sickness. Is it a zombie? Is, so is it a zombie it's, movie? It's, zo- it's a zombie movie. Okay, it didn't look at all like a typical zombie movie. So uh, I can't. I'm looking forward to watching that too. I I didn't yeah. have time when I stumbled across it. I was just look. I was just going to watch something short. Um, but I saw that and I was like, oh, if Martin Freeman's in it, I'm gonna check it out. Yeah, it's a uh, from what I understand. It's a zombie movie where, like, Martin Freeman's character, his mm-hmm. daughter or son, and their his wife uh, go, like, backpacking or something. And zombie apocalypse breaks out, and she dies. So it's just Martin mm-hmm. Freeman and the baby during the zombie apocalypse. Yep. And it, it, it seems like a very different zombie because it it seems like there's like a timer on it where there's like a certain amount of time after you get bit and stuff like yeah so where he knows he's gonna die and then there looks like there might be like a cure that might be it just it looked interesting so i'm like i'm gonna watch this yeah it looks very interesting i've been staring at it because it like shows up on my queue all the time and i'm just Mm -hmm. like i should just go ahead and watch at some point Yep. So, yeah, I'm going to check that one out. And there was a 
I think that was it. Oh, you know what I, I you know what I did? the other thing I did? Of course, it's not a big deal. I rewatched The Dark Knight last weekend after we had already recorded. Yeah. So, uh, and of course, that's just my favorite. So I rewatched that, and then really, I I had a very kind of boring week, really. So. Yeah, I didn't even go. Yeah. I didn't even go to my comic shop this past week, and they have a. The, the, they are starting those. Uh, like Aquaman and Jabberjaw uh, came out this past week, mm-hmm. and and I was like, well, I'll go see it at some point, uh, grab it at some point. But I, like I've been pretty much been sitting around trying to find a new job, so I haven't done a lot. Yeah. I uh, I did order some some comics off of Amazon. They haven't gotten here yet. Just me trying to to catch up with things like the Flash and um, <clears throat> what else did I get? The Flash and uh, Green Arrow. Maybe I think I got so. Yeah, I gotta. Uh, I need to do some stuff with comics. Which, by the way, I'm gonna plug them again because the more I use it and talk to people, the more I see people like having so much a lot of fun and finding it very uh helpful i talked about i think last week or the week before oh um, clz collector clz collector Um, yeah yeah it's fantastic uh it has so many like if it for most people who don't know it's an app you can use to it's not like you can there's different versions but you can app you put on your phone for either you you have to buy them each separately but they're each like $15 for like music uh music movies uh comics and video mm-hmm. games you can get these uh and you can just pretty much keep a running catalog of everything you have and with comics it also includes magazines like wizard magazine fangoria um, oh, that's cool and this website is so good this this app is so good that like it has the most random things I've ever seen like like maybe comics from like companies that went under before like the first issue ever hit shelves mm. like it has so much I strongly recommend it's $15 if you're a comic collector and you're having a hard time like trying to collect trying to like organize your stuff I highly suggest getting this app it helps so much I'm not sponsored I'm not sponsored by them if they want to yeah. sponsor us, I'm totally fine with that. Um, that would be cool. <laughs> be super sweet. Um, but I really like CLZ Comics is the app you can get on your phone. It works for all for Android and iPhone. Do it. I have the movie. Well, I have the movie one. So. Do you have the free one or did you buy it? I only have the free one right now. I'm yeah. probably gonna pay to upgrade it just because. Um, yeah, because they're all you've like told all, me that. It, plus, it only goes up to a hundred, and I have way more than a hundred movies. Yeah, yeah, so. all the free. Yeah, if you want, yeah, test it out. The free one you can do up to a hundred, but I and I wish there was a version of this for action figures, because I would love. Oh my one. god, that would be amazing! But it would be su- unless you had all the original packaging, it would be. Su- super hard because you scan the barcode unless you had all your original packaging you don't you don't have to scan the barcode like you can actually look it up individually like you can type it in oh see that's the problem some of mine because i bought them a lot of my action figures a lot of loose I ones bought them loose yeah 
I don't know what they are because I if bought you, a lot of loose ones used at like yins and at like yard sales yeah. and on eBay. Same, and, same here, but like I if, if you like between that between uh if you could some if they're like if you can somehow like um you can kind of fish them out like if CLZ had mm-hmm. some sort of, I would totally buy an action figure one if they did like a pop slash like like with pop figures and all those stuff. I know that there's a possibility of you can Google has slight functionality of doing like a reverse image search where if you have a picture of something you but it might only work with I don't know I guess I'd have to try I guess I'd have to take a picture of something and try I know they have limited image search capability where you can search what something is using a picture of it I don't know how what I like I know that if I saw like a painting it could find the painting yeah uh, but I don't know how deep that technology you know if I was like out and I saw a piece of art somewhere I know they can find that piece of art but beyond that I don't really know how deep that technology goes I just would love if there was like if CLZ or if someone just made a functioning like action figure one because like be I've great. I've tried three different ones for action figures but they're all like I don't know it's like it's like they cost money and they don't even do what you want it to do right and it's annoying yeah well, CLZ Collector Corps, Collector, whatever you, whatever the official title is. You if guys are in England or in Denmark. You're like 17 hours ahead of us. Uh, yeah. So yeah, we 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 want in. Get on that. We will get, get we on want that you to and make we, a. Yeah. Yeah, we will. We will. We will we promote it. Does. Hmm. We want one that does action figures. Come on now. Do it. Do it now. Please. Thank you. We'll appreciate it very much. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, that's good. That's good. That's good. I'm trying to think uh, if there's anything else. Oh, you had a a thing you wanted to – you have a thing to give away. Yes. So we've been talking – about trying to do like we know our last uh one didn't our whole uh kind of alienate everyone that doesn't use itunes um right so i have an idea to try and set are are you i'm trying to get into my my uh selling voice are are you a person who likes movies do you like digital downloads are you a fan of marvel would you like Black hmm. Panther? Cool. So, <laughs> so um, yeah, yeah. So I I have Black Panther and I have a digital code that comes with it to get it, uh, and we would like to give that away. Um, and mm-hmm. this one goes across the entire board for anyone who listens to us. Uh, anyone can enter. It's super easy. All you gotta do, pimp us out. We 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 need more we don't need but we would love more listeners and people who'd be more interested in listening to us so mm-hmm. on all three platforms facebook instagram twitter pimp us out to anyone you know do like a instagram post if you know someone specifically famous or not send them send them to us 
Uh, basically, just pimp us out. Make sure you hash eat not hashtag. Just have at two BG Pod in your posts. Mm-hmm. And what we'll do is we'll mm-hmm. take the names, put them all on a hat from Facebook, Instagram, uh, all over the map. We'll keep track. We'll tr- we'll find a way to keep track of who's from what. It's one per person. So if you do. I mean, if you do, I know we'll do it this way. If you do all three platforms, you're in three times. If you do it on one platform, you're in once. Um, we'll keep okay. track of it cool. in one way or another. Uh, it more, I think this will more more so be more useful, I guess, on Instagram and Twitter since yep. our Facebook doesn't do as much, and that's just more. Right. It's there. But right. we'll add add that into some people who only use Facebook with us. Um, we'll keep track of it, and then I say give a week. So sure, yeah, yeah, give a week. So when this airs, you have a week till the when the next one airs. Uh, so mm-hmm. so yeah, That's do that. Perfect, and we'll pick someone out next week, and they get Black Panther. Nice. If that makes any sense cool. in the way I said it. Yeah, I think it does. Yeah. That's perfect. We'll go with that. All right. So that's that for uh, for this week, I think. I don't think I have any. Like I said, I had the, kind of a weird, boring week in terms yeah. of how much I got to do because my work schedule changed several times this week. We had one guy at work who had a stroke early in the week. Oh God. We had another guy retire later in the week. So it was, it was a weird week at work. So I didn't yeah. get a chance to do very much. Yeah. And I mean, the only other news thing that's, mm-hmm. Oh, there's two, there's like two small news things. I guess Jason Momoa has left the remake of the crow. Uh, <laughs> which i find hilarious that movie's never gonna happen yeah and then uh and then jamie fox i guess has been slated to be spawn in the remake i forgot and I, to- that. Yes. I totally forgot that was happening mm-hmm. which the first movie's cheesy as hell i like the toys i'll mm-hmm. probably see the film but i i don't know whatever that would that's that's an out of the box choice i guess he, yeah would not have been the person I thought of to play Spawn, but sure, I'm yeah. not really into Spawn enough to be able to say anything about anything involving Spawn. I didn't even think the first—I mean, the first movie—I don't even think is all that good. So. It's not. It's really not. But I—well, I, I think love, everybody thinks it's not all that good. Yeah. I guess. But. but but I loved the toy line. I was a big Spawn toy line person, and I had some the, of the comics. The character design, like Spawn himself, looks really fucking cool. Like, yeah. I'll give they you that much. They just suck at Spawn. stories. Yeah, I just have never read a Spawn comic or anything like that. Yeah. I just know that Spawn looks really damn cool. But I, but Blumhouse is backing this, so it, I'll be I like mm-hmm. so they'll it'll be interesting at least. I think. Probably, yeah. Blumhouse has a yeah. very interesting track record lately. Yeah, they sure do. So we'll keep thinking about. Now we got to figure out who's gonna play the Violator. Yes, it's gonna yep. be James Woods. 
Oh god, no. Don't <laughs> give him any work. He does not need work. He is. James Woods will be the violator. <laughs> well, you, you'll see. I think maybe what's really happening is uh, if we're gonna get somebody to play uh, the violator very convincingly, we should let Bill Cosby out of jail. <laughs> Ooh, wait. Did, that reminds me. <laughs> did you hear about one of the co-creators of Ren and Stimpy? No. Uh, John K. I guess he goes by. No. Um, like I guess he's in a lot of what trouble. What about him? For, did he turn into a being, violator? Yeah. Sex. Uh, a bunch of women are coming forward saying that they that he sexually exploited them as children. Oh boy, have you seen yep. Ren and? I guess have you seen Ren and Stimpy? I guess that's really not surprising. I wouldn't expect anybody involved with that except for Billy West to be. Or I guess I shouldn't say that. I guess I wouldn't expect anybody involved in creating those stories to necessarily be perfectly well balanced. I don't know. I don't know. Like, if you, I'm not going to talk about too much of it, but like, apparently he like. Like was with like a sixteen-year-old girl and convinced her to stay with him while she was learning to be an animator, or or thirteen no thirteen-year-old. What am I say? It started at thirteen and then went to sixteen. Yikes. It's just yeah, it's ooh, yikes on bikes with that yeah. one. Ooh boy, yep. So huh. that's but I, Hollywood. Like, yeah, but I never really cared that much for Ren and Stimpy. I didn't really either. That's why I said I wouldn't that that I'm actually not like super surprised that that's a thing that went down because yeah. that show, like I said, has some uh, that has some interesting friggin' people involved with it. That's yep. for sure. Yeah, that's a note. That's a that's a note to end on right there. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's what you get oh, for boy. making yeah, a Bill I don't Cosby know where to reference. Go from there, so I'm not going to go anywhere from there. Goodbye, everybody. Have a Le- great week. Yeah, later. Stop. The Two Broke Geeks podcast is a production of Two Broke Geeks Entertainment in conjunction with Atomic Geekdom. Find us online at twobrokegeeks.com. We're available on iTunes, Google Play Music, and the Satchel Player app for iPhone and for Android. Please subscribe to us on one of these services and leave us a review. It really helps us out. You can also help us out by following us on Facebook, facebook.com slash twobrokegeekspodcast, following our Twitter at 2BGpod, and following us on Instagram where we are also 2BGpod. Find Atomic Geekdom online at AtomicGeekdom.com and on Twitter at Atomic Geekdom. Thanks. I hope they remember you.